Hi, and welcome to the Circle of Film Podcast. I'm Ryan, and join me as we step into Super Troopers 2 in today's statistics episode. We read the wind and the sky when the sun is high. We sail the length of the seas on the ocean breeze. At night we name every star. We know where we are. We know who we are, who we are. While everyone else was out seeing Avengers Infinity War, I took some time to see Super Troopers 2. I originally watched the first one because it is on, I believe, James's top 300 list, if I am not mistaken. Um, I can double check that super quick. Uh, yeah, and Kyle's, as it turns out. It's on both of their lists. And uh, I wasn't a huge fan of the original film. Uh, it's okay. It definitely has a lot of interesting and funny gags, and, and there are moments that I liked. But overall, I was fine to less than fine with the first film. I wasn't really looking forward to a sequel. And just kind of... It came, and it did really well at the box office last week, and crushed it in Fantasy Movie League, and had an incredibly precipitous drop this week. So, I figured this was a good time to go see it, before theaters started to drop it like hotcakes. So, uh, Super Troopers 2. I saw this April 29th, 2018. Clocked it at 98 minutes. That includes the entirety of the credits. There are, I believe, two post mid and slash post credit scenes in the film. Uh, the first one was fine. Second, uh, the very, very last one, I I didn't really care for. Um, it's a 2018 film, <clears throat> and my summary is: the disgraced patrolmen are asked to help with a border dispute. So I thought the premise of this film was actually kind of clever, and uh, then it kind of devolves after all of that. And it's got a 36 on Rotten Tomatoes right now, which is about, ex I think the original had a 37, so pretty much the same ballpark. I was much more disappointed with Super Troopers 2. It wasn't as funny. I thought the Canadian element of things was very, I don't know, it, it's easy and, and, and cheap in a way. So I was definitely a lot lower on this one than the first one. So I gave Super Troopers 2 a 19 out of 100, and I give the first one a 47. It is part of the series Super Troopers, and uh, is the weaker of the two films, uh, which have an average rating of 33, and a total length of 3.2 hours, uh, which puts it just behind Cheaper Dozen, Cheaper by the Dozen, as a series, and just ahead of Divergent as a series at the moment. The director of Super Troopers 2 is the same as Super Troopers 1, which is J. Chandra, Chandra Sekar. Chandra Sekar. Uh, this is the third film I've seen that he's directed, and it drops his average film rating to a 23 even. It is his second film, rated between 0 and 24, and second film uh, overall. Coming in behind Super Troopers and ahead of The Baby Makers. Uh, it drops his value to a negative 5 and his score to an 8.8, .8, ranking him 2,607th behind Len Lai, who is a uh, short film, animated short film guy. It's kind of interesting, but a lot of misses in his filmography. And ahead of Gary Goldman, who is the director of Titan AE, as well as The Pebble and the Penguin. Gary Goldman. 
The writers for Super Troopers 2 are credited in the movie as Broken Lizard, but on the spreadsheet they are split up into Jay, Chandra Sakar, Kevin Heffernan, Steve Lemmy, Paul Soder, and Eric Stolhansky. All have two film credits to their name, with an average film rating of 33, one film rated between 0 and 24. It's Super Troopers 2, which is their worst film behind Super Troopers. They have a value of negative 3 and a score of 13.5, ranking them all 4,675th. Tied with uh, Brian De Palma, uh, who wrote Phantom of the Paradise, Dressed to Kill, and Passion. They are behind David N. Weiss, writer of Shrek 2, All Dogs Go to Heaven, The Rugrats Movie, uh, Clock Stoppers, Jimmy Neutron, Boy Genius, The Smurfs, Animated, The Smurfs 2, Are We There Yet? Uh, a lot. He wrote a lot of films. Um... And they are just ahead of a huge number of people, including, um, let's see, uh, what the best example would be, Chasing Liberty, the people who wrote Chasing Liberty, the people who wrote Chernobyl Diaries, um, Drive Me Crazy, The French Lieutenant's Woman, The Mighty Ducks, the first Mighty Ducks, they're just ahead of the writer of the first Mighty Ducks. Uh, moving on two actors we have brian cox reprising his role in the sequel this is his 30th film credit and drops his average film rating to a 62.6 it is his fourth film rated between 0 and 24 and his 28th best film overall coming in behind the long kiss goodnight and ahead of pixels it drops his value to a 10 and his score to a 68.69 he is now ranked 173rd overall one spot behind Jack Lemon, and one spot ahead of Harvey Keitel. Um, Brian Cox was m far more underused in this movie than he was in the first one, I think. I, I liked him more in, in the original. Next up is Clifton Collins Jr. This is his 18th film credit and drops his average film rating to a 51 even. He, it is his sixth film rated between 0 and 24 and 15th best film overall just behind Triple Nine and just ahead of Transcendence. It drops his value to a negative 3.5 and his score to a 42.40, ranking him 2,362nd overall, one spot behind Vondi Curtis Hall and one spot ahead of Michael Pena. So huge gap between numbers one and two in this movie uh, for Clifton Collins Jr. Next up is Tyler Labine. He is one of the Canadians in the film who is actually Canadian. Uh, there are a couple that aren't. Uh, this is his eighth film credit. It drops his average film rating to a 53.63. It is his second film rated between 0 and 24 and seventh best movie overall, just behind Flyboys and just ahead of Little Evil, which I think is 2017 film debuted on Netflix. Uh, Labine's value drops to a negative one and his score to a 41.9. He is ranked 2,424th overall, one spot behind Maddie Corman, who was in Begin Again, The Savages, Swingers, and one spot ahead of Wyatt Russell, uh, who was in 22 Jump Street, as well as Ingrid Goes West from last year. Next is Jim Gaffigan, also reprising his role from the first one, surprisingly. Uh, this is his ninth film credit and drops his average film rating to a 39.22. It is his second film rated between 0 and 24. 
and uh, eighth best movie overall, coming in behind 17 again and ahead of The Love Guru. Uh, this it drops his film value to a negative 6.5 and his score to a 25.59. He is ranked 4,020, which puts him one spot behind Ronda Rousey, who's been in Furious 7, as well as The Expendables 3, and as herself in Entourage, and puts him one spot ahead of Kate McKinnon, uh, who was in the remake of Ghostbusters, uh, as a voice in Finding Dory, Rough Night, Ferdinand, Ted 2, Office Christmas Party, The Angry Birds Movie, Sisters, etc. Next up is Linda Carter, former Miss World. Uh, This is her third film credit and drops her average film rating to a 45.33. It is her only film, rated between 0 and 24, and third best film overall, coming in behind the original Super Troopers. She has a value of negative 2 and a score of 25.20, ranking her 4,048th overall, tied with John Barrymore, who was in the Best Picture winner Grand Hotel, one spot behind Tate Fletcher, who was in John Wick and Two Guns, one spot ahead of Margaret Collin, who was in Pretty in Pink and Independence Day. Um, for the record, there are currently 4,689 actors total, uh, so 640 people between Linda Carter and the very bottom of the list as we approach that bottom uh, slowly. Next up is Sean William Scott. This is his 23rd film credit and drops his average film rating to a 42.06. It is his 8th film, rated between 0 and 24, and 19th best movie overall, coming in behind Just Before I Go, and ahead of Movie 43. It drops his value to a negative 14.5, and his score to a 24.22. He is ranked 4,122nd, right behind Angus Sampson, who has been in the Insidious movies, he was in Winchester this year, Uh, as well as Benji this year, and he was also in Mad Max Fury Road, Uh, and puts Sean Williams got one spot ahead of Robert Knepper, who was in Good Night and Good Luck, uh, The Hunger Games, Mockingjay, and Hitman. Next is Paul Walter Hauser. This is his second film credit, and drops his average film rating to a 48.5. It is his first movie rated between 0 and 24 and second best movie overall coming in behind uh his really funny and comedic performance in i Tanya, uh, does not quite capture the same lightning in a bottle in super troopers 2 drops his value to a negative one and his score to a 23.25 uh, he is now ranked 4170th tied with paul adelstein who is in collateral as well as nadine velasquez Velasquez, who is in Flight, and Ashley Ball, who is a voice in My Little Pony, colon, the movie. Puts in one spot behind Carla Gugino from Spy Kids and Gerald's Game, and one spot ahead of a couple people, including Jessica Rothy. Roth? Rothy? Who's who's the lead in Happy Death Day. Next up is Fred Savage. This is his seventh film credit and drops his average film rating to a 36 even. It is his third film rated between 0 and 24 and fifth best movie overall, coming in behind Welcome to Mooseport and ahead of Austin Powers in Goldmember. 
drops his value to a negative 6 and his score to a 22 even, ranking him 4,239th overall, tied with Cedric Yarbrough, who is in The 40-Year-Old Virgin and The House from last year, and uh, puts Fred Savage one spot behind Jennifer Coolidge, who is in most all the principal American Pie movies, and uh, puts him one spot ahead of Sia Furler. Sia, the, the musical performance artist, who is a voice in Peter Rabbit, as well as last year's My Little Pony, colon, the movie. Next up is Damon Wayans Jr. This is his seventh film credit, and drops his average film rating to a 34.14. It is his third film, rated between 0 and 24, and fifth best movie overall coming in behind let's be cops and ahead of his voice role in marmaduke he drops his his film value to a negative 5.5 and his score to a 21.06 ranking him 4,281st overall one spot behind stephen campbell moore who was in goodbye christopher robin and man up and johnny english reborn one spot ahead of Cara Delevingne, who is in Tulip Fever, Pan, Suicide Squad, Valerian, Anna Karenina, and other things. Next up is J. Chandra, Chandra Sekar. Chandra Sekar. Chandra Sekar. Uh, this is his fourth film credit and drops his average film rating to. 37 even. It is his second film, right between 0 and 24, and third best movie overall, coming in behind Super Troopers 1 and ahead of The Baby Makers. Uh, drops his value to a negative 4 and his score to a 20.67, ranking him 4,310th overall, tied with Timothy Amundsen, who is in Swordfish, Starship Troopers, and Mission Impossible 3. Puts him one spot behind Anne-Margaret Olsen, Oscar nominee for the film Tommy. And one spot ahead of a bunch of people, including Jennifer Esposito, who is in Crash, and uh, Master of Disguise. That's probably what I'm most familiar with her in. As well as um, Serena Williams, who plays herself in Seven Days in Hell and Pixels. Next is Will Sasso, another Canadian, playing a Canadian, authentically. This is his sixth film credit and drops his average film rating to a 33.83. It is his fourth film rated between 0 and 24 and third best movie overall. Coming in behind Happy Gilmore and ahead of The Female Brain. Uh, drops his value to a negative 5.5 and his score to a 19.88. He is now ranked 4,338th overall. One spot behind Leah Michelle from Glee, uh, who was also in New Year's Eve. And one spot <clears throat> ahead of Rachel Taylor from the first Transformers movie, as well as Gold, the Matthew McConaughey film. Next up is Kevin Heffernan. This is his fifth film credit and drops his average film rating to a 28.4. It is his third film rated between 0 and 24 and his third best movie overall coming in behind the original super troopers coming in ahead of the baby makers uh, it drops his value to a negative six and his score to a 14.29 he is ranked 4497th overall 
one spot behind Rob Paulson, a prolific voice actor, whose highest rated film for me is The Dark Knight Returns Part 1. And Heffernan is one spot be, uh, ahead of Spencer Locke, who is in Spanglish, a voice role in Monster House, and uh, a couple of Resident Evil movies. So 40, just under 4,500th place right now. Jumping down, we have the trio of Steve Lemmy, Eric Stolhansky, and Paul Soder. Uh, they've only been in two films with an average rating of 33, one film rated between 0 and 24, which is Super Troopers 2. All of them, it is their second best movie behind the original Super Troopers. I haven't seen anything else with any of them in it. Uh, they have a value of negative 3, a score of 13.5, and they are all tied at 4,522nd. Uh, just behind... Elena Camporis, who was in Before I Fall, The Cobbler, and Labor Day, and just ahead of J. Carol Nish, who was in Joan of Arc, Annie Get Your Gun, and Dragon Seed. Fascinating. But we go further, we go lower still with Marissa Coughlin. This is her fourth film credit and drops her average film rating to a 25.75. It is her second film rate between 0 and 24 and third best movie overall, coming in behind Freddy Got Fingered and ahead of Teaching Mrs. Tingle. This is, drops her value to a negative 6 and her score to an 11.17. She is ranked 4,568th overall, one spot behind Cal Drogo, Jason Momoa, and one spot ahead of Jeffrey Dean Morgan from Rampage and Watchmen. Further still, we have Hayes MacArthur, who plays a Canadian in the movie, but is from, born in Illinois. Uh, this is his fourth film credit, drops his average film rating to a 23.75. It is his second film rated between 0 and 24, and uh, third best movie overall, coming in behind The Game Plan, and ahead of... The Baby Makers. Uh, he is rank, He has a value of negative six and a score of nine point eight three, ranking him four thousand five hundred and ninetieth overall. One spot behind Paul Shear, who was in The Disaster Artist and Pop Star: colon, Never Stop Never Stopping. One spot ahead of Jared Sandler, who was in a lot of Adam Sandler movies. Further lower still. Um, as I mentioned, out of 4,689 people, uh, even lower is Rob Lowe. This is his 21st film credit and drops his average film rating to a 33.19. Uh, it is his 10th film rated between 0 and 24 and 14th best movie overall, coming in behind Youngblood and ahead of View from the Top. Uh, drops his value to a negative 22.5 and his score to a 7.8. Uh, he is now ranked 4,624th overall, which puts him just behind Mikhail Barishnikov, Leslie Brown, Hannah Nordberg, and Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj having credits for Ice Age, two Ice Age movies, and The Other Woman. Uh, Rob Lowe is ranked one spot ahead of Georgia King. Uh, and I missed somebody. 
Or maybe they're just not on the list. No. Chic. There it is. I didn't put this person in for some reason. Am I spelling it right? Oh, sh there's a CH. There we go. I will just do this right now while I think of it. Um, also, in the film is Emmanuel, uh, I'm not sure how to pronounce her last name, Shriqui? 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 Shri I always said it in my head, Shriqui, but that may be wrong. Shriqui? Shriqui? Uh, she, this is her sixth film credit and drops her average film rating to a 32.83. Um, it is her third, uh, second film rated between 0 and 24, and l sixth best movie overall, her worst movie, coming in behind After Sex. Drops her value to a negative 6.5, and her score to an 18.13. She is now ranked 4,394th overall. Tied with Carmen Electra, one spot behind Francois Chow who is in Rescue Dawn and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze. One spot ahead of Greg Collins, Sinbad, and Colin Quinn, and Busy Phillips, and Willa Holland, and Chyler Lay. She is authentically Canadian, unlike some other people in the film. Cool. Uh... Hmm. I don't know how I'm... I know like I was looking at her page at some point while putting in that data, and it never translated. Anyway, those are all the actors, so not the best, not the highest rated bunch by far. Moving on to genres now. As a 2018 film with a rating of 19, it is a comedy. Dropping the average rating of comedies to 53.26, it is a crime movie dropping their average rating to 58.15. It is a mystery, dropping the average rating of those to 55.42. Comes in as a 1 on the Bechtel test and a rating of R. Not on the IMDb Top 250, not in my own Top 300, or anybody else's that I'm tracking at the moment. No Academy Award nominations as of right now. I don't see any in the future. It currently has no home on the Circle of Film Awards. But for 2018, it definitely changes them some things up. It is the 67th 2018 film that I've seen so far. And one of the 824 films that I've seen in this calendar year. Uh, we are at the end of April. So more than 200 movies a month. Boy. Uh, it lowers the average film rating of 2018 films to 36.79. And their tomato meter to 48.18. It is a comedy. It is the 19th comedy from this year that I've seen. It is the 10th crime film and the 11th mystery. Uh, it falls on the bad films side of the ratio, uh, dropping that ratio to 0.26, the lowest non-zero ratio of any year in terms of good films to bad films. As a one... On the Bechtel test, it is part of the 26.87% of films this year to also have that score. It is the 26th film with an R rating that I've seen in 2018. Uh, which, and R-rated films are the highest quantity. 
of any of any category. And that's it. I think. Oh, and then finally, as a rating, as a film rated 19, it is the 33rd film to be rated 19. So, uh, as far as 2018 goes, that puts it on par with Winchester. Uh, they're both rated 19. Puts it what right behind Insidious, The Last Key, and ahead of I Can Only Imagine. If we go back to 2017, puts it on par with Unlocked, which I don't really remember. But my summary is an interrogator is lured into a ruse by terrorists. And uh, I saw that in December. I didn't like it. It's also on par with Olaf's Frozen Adventure, the... Sh- frozen short film ahead of Coco. So that's where I place it overall. And those are my statistics for Super Troopers 2. Now, uh, word, or, or what, let's see, hold on. When is this coming out? Okay, so word of warning. So this is a Wednesday episode. There will not be a uh, Fantasy Movie League update in today's episode as I have been out of the country all weekend and I'm recording this ahead of time. Not out of the country. No, out of the state. Out of the state. I will be out of the country next month in Brazil. Uh, yeah, Super Troopers 2 stats. Today's episode, no Fantasy Movie League update. I'm um, just making sure I have enough content to keep you guys entertained and uh, without any blank spots while I'm gone. So, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you would like to write in in any way, uh, you can do so through email circleoffilm at gmail.com or on Twitter at Circle of Film. Uh, you can leave reviews and rate things on iTunes, I guess, if you'd like. Um, I don't check that very often, but I do check it every once in a while. If you're so inclined, I appreciate it. You can find every other episode on the website, circleoffilm.com, as well as most places where podcasts can be found. And if you'd like to support the show in any way, shape, or form, you can head over to patreon.com slash circleoffilm and do so there. Uh, thanks again for listening, and as always, have a week. So long, farewell, I'll be the same tonight. I know she'll never leave me, even as she fades from Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute.